Hey everybody, it is me, Mike Catherwood. And one thing I know is that we all are short on time and we're all doing our best to save money, okay? That's kind of part of the deal of living in modern America. That's why it's so important that you take advantage of Honey. Honey is a fantastic tool that you can use on your computer, on your phone, and it really does take all of the busy work out of responsible shopping. It takes it out and it does it for you. Honey is a great way for you to find the best deal and to save money on everything you purchase online. Over 40,000 different companies and retailers. That's who Honey works with. What you do, go to joinhoney.com slash high and you get yourself Honey. You can put it right there on the toolbar on your computer or you get the app and it finds the best deals for you. It finds out how you can save money and it applies those savings at checkout. It couldn't be any easier. It's really just two steps and it's quick and it's free and it's there for you. There's no reason why you shouldn't use Honey. It's a great company and we're so proud to have them be a part of the high and dry experience. And I, I can't say enough good things about this product. There's really no downside. Sometimes things are too good to be true and you just want to find the fault. There's no fault in Honey. It saves you money. It's quick. It's easy. And you don't have to do any work. It does all the work for you. So go to joinhoney.com slash high and get yourself hooked up with Honey and do yourself a favor, save money, save time, live a happier life. Yeah. Woo. Welcome to High and Dry. Hello. We're here. <laughs> I think a lot more people, we were talking about uh, Yoro Miro probably not liking gay. Um, I think a lot more people are weirded out by the idea of gay than actually being face to face. Like, I think when you humanize something, mm-hmm. it becomes way less weird. Something that so you weird- should I introduce myself to Yoro Romero and be like, look, let's be friends. Mm-hmm. And then I'll drop the bomb of sucking yeah. dicks. Train with him? Yeah. And be like, look, listen, I, was I any different before you knew I sucked the dick? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I should just go to the gym and I should go to all the places where people don't understand it and befriend them mm-hmm. as a secret straight guy. Because <laughs> I look super straight. And I, I got this wife thing in my beard. And I'll bring can my you beard not? And I'll be like, oh, I love, of, you know what I mean? Women. Am I right? Titties, you know. Who loves? I love women, but puss man, am I right? Let's get some beef in this house, and then like maybe six months later, after like helping them in the farm and like you know doing prayers and shit. Who are these men? Men you're, and women. You are Romero. These, are these Quakers? What about that woman on the YouTube thing the other day? It's like I'm not vote. I changed my vote. Pete Buttigieg. That was crazy. When she goes, yeah. wait, he's mad to a man. Better look in the Bible. I'm like. Whoa, that's a legitimate human being uh-huh. saying that it's against the rules of existing because it's in the Bible. Right. And she and she was like, can I get my vote back? Like, yeah. not only was she shocked by it, but like she absolutely was was upset right. that so she I need voted to for someone. Befriend her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And live with her. Yeah. <laughs> for like a couple of months, do all kinds of chores. Cause ladies love it when you do everybody loves it when you do chores. If you do chores and you're like hanging out, I'll like, do you need a lawn? I'll fucking paint your car. 
I'll fix your fucking car. Does it need brakes? You know what? It looks like a piece of shit. Let me buy a new car. Right. What? Who is this man? It's a man full of love who just wants you to understand, you know, looking at dick. And then I'll wait. I'll wait like three months, take care of her house. And then every now and then I'll be like, look, I've been living here, taking care of everything. Can I have a friend over? And she'd be like, yeah, of course you can have a friend over. You're great. You fix cars and stuff. And then I'll suck his dick. <laughs> in front of her? Yeah. When she mm. comes in and she'd be like, what the? I'd be like, seriously, is there any difference between five minutes ago when you didn't know I had a dick in my mouth and now when you're seeing a dick in my mouth? Right. Did I turn into a bad man? Is there any legitimate difference? Not, not your like religious ideas. I mean, person to person, have I changed now? I should suck a dick on this podcast. All right. Well, on video. <laughs> Finally. You're, it's your dick that would be the dick too. Why, why is God, it no, so hard? No one. You would have a hard time sucking my dick. I know, but if, if I sucked your dick, because I don't want to suck these guys. I don't why really not? know. I What's don't wrong know with them. their dicks? I don't know them. He seems too Dylan young to, can't even look at I you. I think Dylan could bounce back from a man sucking his dick. <laughs> no. I think that's like a... He'd like, do you understand? He'd, he'd do drugs. Jason, every day I see Dylan, I ask to just hold so his try. dick, and he gets upset at me, let alone... Yeah, he should kind of... That's not cool. I was doing it to like further the sport of gay. You're yeah. just... Trying to make him uncomfortable. Well, it's and different. we we could double dip because he's a black guy. You could, you know, oh. cross color lines too. Right. There's a little I look unity like a racist there. too. Right. Yeah, and I don't look gay. Sucking a black man's dick, man. Everybody would understand. Oh, they wouldn't. Nobody really likes me. Anymore. Nobody wouldn't understand. Not yeah. not a lot of people would understand. It'd be better if like Ryan Seacrest did it. I don't think anyone would no, be surprised. Wouldn't. Okay. Good no, I, I think you are. Oh, yeah, he's not very. Head you're specifically yeah. good because you are. Every guy's idea of like alpha straight guy. But Chael Sonnen should suck a black man's dick on his <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and, it would, and it would, it would be like, yeah, uh, 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 am I any worse? Does Chael, not Chael Sonnen uh, uh, anymore. He's still Chael. Right. He's just a little Gale. Yeah. Gale Sonnen. He's Gale Sonnen. Gale Sonnen. Yeah. I don't know, man. Have you ever encountered that? Somebody because step up to the fucking dick sucking plate. Not only do you look like a, like a straight guy, but full you, straight. You look like eye. you could be an Aryan Nation member. I am, and I am a, um, I am a full hedro Aryan Heil Hitler. Have you ever? That's what I say when I wake up in the morning, right? Oh and then God. I fuck mad puss. Have you ever? You I know mean, what? Who, who amongst keep us that doesn't? Shit away from me, or no offense, but <laughs> and blacks and Jews. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> had enough of all of them. This better be the video promo. This is my, you can't affect my blood. Puritus. <laughs> have you ever though, have you ever had guys who just assumed because you are shaved head we white guy? Change, we should quit this show. I know this is the last show we're going to do. We should do it. We should do a new show where I'm a racist mm -hmm. and you're, and I'm like, get back where you came from. Over the wall. You're just stacking you know I mean? I'll bricks do weird between Mexican you and Mike. And I'm, but I, but I'm constantly trying to change your mind. I'm like, but I am just here for a better life. Yeah. I like, do not want to well, hurt anyone. Better life, you should have been born here. Get <laughs> 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 wet back. <laughs> I can say that to you, right? Of course. It's the last show. <laughs> oh my god! Don't listen to it. He's been dying to call you a wet bag. Yes. No. I tell Katie secretly. Mm. Yeah. When will be my time? When to will strike the day come to be myself? Mike, wet bag. I always. I wrote it down. <laughs> Find that. Spot. It's on his vision board, actually. Mm. I because I don't look like evidently Mexican to people when they first meet me. You do to me, but um, I, I'm just like ethnically vague. So I've definitely had people that are like, 
can you believe them Mexicans? They're like rats, or right? I mean, they're just coming over the border left. And I'm always like, oh, yeah, that's a totally understand what you're talking about. Think about what I look like and how, because to me, as far as I'm concerned, I'm a black gay guy. And, but I look like an Aryan straight guy. Right. Not so much anymore because I keep to myself, but I was hanging out with groups of people in a certain industry where every now and then be like, he's seen some fucking, and, I, and I'd be, and I'd go, uh, I remember once I was fixing a chain on my bike and yeah. somebody said that while I was fixing the chain. Dropped a hard R in bomb. Yeah. yeah. It was somebody I really looked up to as well. It, and I was and like, oh. I'd love to say like when that's happened though. in my life, um, more, I, I haven't had many experiences where it's been racism towards like blacks or, or Hispanics or anything like that. What I have experienced is like a couple times like anti-Semitism. Mm. And I'd love to say like, I think we all have this vision of like what we do in that situation. I, I, I froze up. Like I was like so shocked. Yeah, me too. I, I was, I, I almost it's thought like, super, am I being punked? No, you know, it's like terrifying I, to, yeah. to bring up Hey man, what the fuck? You're fighting. I right. mean, to me, I hope it doesn't ha it doesn't get there. But if you say racist shit, anti-Semitic shit, and I go, "Hey man, would you shut your fucking what?" How else do I go about when I when I find that to be deeply offensive? Right. I don't know how I go. I either don't say anything or I say something that's a little feisty because I can't be. Excuse me. I don't think you know being anti. It's not gonna. I can't. You've. You've, I'll admit it. You've triggered me. You know, like I, I watched a comedian on Saturday say some shit mm -hmm. that's fucking good friends with Drew and shit, and he killed me. He did two gay jokes, Can and me? I was like, "You fucking Corolla!" I don't care. No one listens to the show. Did these jokes where he was like bashing gays and bashing lesbians, and it was the main person that comes out was fucking Fortune Feimster. I'm like, we're on a gay roster of comedy at the comedy store, and this old fuck is making fucking gay and lesbian jokes. And, you know, we're fucking, and then, you know, the system, blah, blah, blah. Like, Calling trans people he, she's. Nobody's, nobody's, nobody ah. used labor. Like, you can just tell he's like, you know, everybody should get a chisel. It's like, fuck off, you old prick. It really fuck, I fucking shut off for a second, and I knew it, and I could tell the three people that were with me because I'm so fucking bad at it. Mm. I didn't say anything. And all three of you knew, didn't you? Oh, fuck yeah, we did. We were all well, looking at you like, whoa, Jason's really upset right now. Right, but you're at a live show. What are you going to do? Yeah. You're yeah. going to be that guy? Stand up in the middle of the show? Excuse me, sir. I don't agree with your comedy. I mean, it's I like, just no, realized just, right. I talked about it on the Jason L show, and I didn't say the dude's name. Yeah. Why? Why would I not say the dude's name? Same reason if you say it next to me. I don't, I, I'll, pro like that, that, that day when that dude said the N-word, I'll never forget it. I, I shouldn't, I won't say his name because he's got kids and shit. But and that can I, affect I fucking, his career. I fucking, I went, oh, it was like, a, I went, oh my God. And I was, I, oh, I don't know what to do, but I never forgot it. And every time I've ever seen him since, I'm like, eh. Yeah. But I've never made it apparent to him that that was the day that I, could no longer like look at you in the eye. Right. I feel like it is important to say something though. I mean, you're not going to change your mind obviously, but yeah. I feel like if enough people that they encounter in their life push back against it, maybe they'll be like, wait a minute. Maybe I shouldn't be thinking this way. Maybe they'll look into themselves more, but they're definitely not going to do anything about it. If you <laughs> just 
kind of let it happen and get uncomfortable I about think it. Somebody like not even you, you're more like me. I think somebody like Mike <laughs> could bring it up. I just think when you're when you're Katie and myself, there's a a reaction to it. We're still not. I can keep going to therapy, and maybe it'll help because I know that if my therapist could do it, I know my therapist could explain to somebody. Excuse me, but if you're going to talk like that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you do it in a way where you'd get the message, mm -hmm. but you wouldn't feel the need to throw a strike at him. Right. Yeah. I feel like to me, the times that I've heard it, all I have in my head is, you know, what the fuck? Why the fuck would you say that? You, you know what I mean? Like, you fucking idiot. And it's not, you know, it, it's a human, a human. You're already saying something that you believe. I think I think all racists know that it's not a it's not the most accepted thing out there, and when they're doing it, they know they're doing it. Yeah. If you react to that and go, "Hey, man, what the fuck is your deal?" I, it's just human nature for them to react in an aggressive way. I mean, you're already racist. I believe being racist is a, is a you have your own anger issues that you carry around, and some of them come in the form of racism. But you're you're very angry at everybody. I mean, to hate an entire race of people because they're black or Jewish or whatever the fuck it is, you you're already really angry. You know, yeah. I've had I've I've hated races of a guy that fucked my girlfriend or whatever. What we like, were been like bitter a child. At, I've been bitter at I've been bitter at blonde dudes that drove Jaguars for like three <laughs> years because this one dude started fucking my ex girlfriend. I hated kickboxed. I hated kickboxing, Jaguars, and fucking dudes with blonde hair. Well, that's just you knowing the root of something that bothers you. I think a lot of people that are racist... Never buy a Jaguar. I still want <laughs> They don't look into why they feel that way, you know? Yeah, but I felt like that was went back... You know, I mean, it's, it's easier now mm -hmm. because I'm less angry. I don't have... I have more... If you don't get ang so angry, you're more rational. Well, and you're, there's, there's introspection there, too. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people who are... I, I totally agree with you that racism hatred I mean, just like like you said hatred towards a group of people there's a, there's a couple things at play one you were probably taught that from a very young age mm -hmm. where that that's that's the right way to think and two to harbor resentment for other people it says something about how you feel about yourself i mean there's something yeah. going on there's i mean i i just can't and i'm not the most well-adjusted guy but i'm just at a place in my life where i can't even imagine developing concern for a group of people like I, I i wouldn't even worry about like how they live their life it wouldn't even i can't i can't even think of a world where i would be so obsessive about a group of other people that aren't like my family yeah it's fear you know? and insecurity right like people are scared of the things they don't understand a lot of the time maybe you don't know any mexicans personally or any black people personally so you just create whatever you think about them out of a bunch of generalizations and right. you just kind of stick with it because it's scary and you don't really want to go out of your comfort zone right. to get to know like a different kind of a person. That's what I was saying at the beginning is like humanizing it. If people really had the opportunity to, to come in contact with and humanize the idea of what they hate or what they fear, it, it changes a lot. I mean, I had a friend who was, uh, he, he's become quite successful in construction and contracting and stuff. He has his own company. Is he Mexican? And, no, he's very white. He's trying to be racist. He's very, very white. But his 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 take on illegal immigration and immigration in general was so because he grew up here in Southern California with me. And he so clearly when you say immigration, his the first thing he goes to is like 
brown people, you know, because uh. that's what that's we're inundated with it here in Southern California. And um, he's he's completely changed his tone on it because of spending 10, 15 years of swinging hammers with these guys. Yeah. Before, when we were in high school, it was just this idea of like, they're coming here, taking our jobs, they're killing people, they're criminals. And then he spent time actually humanizing the idea of like, oh no, this guy, his life was fucked and he has a family and he came here because there's opportunity and resources and stuff. And he and he humanized it. And, we're going uh, back to me sucking a black man's dick, aren't we? Right, right. Yep. And, I mean, and how much value there would be to that. It's just weird because my kids are going to see it. And then our kids, are, I know my daughter doesn't want to see me suck a blamp anybody's dick. No, you no. know, probably not going to be good for my son either. I wouldn't want to see my mom suck a dick. I don't right. think parents should right. suck genitals. So I, it's really somebody. It's really up to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, is it I, me? I, I, nobody needs to see it. I have done it. Mm-hmm. I seen it, and we go. did it together the other day. Yeah, fantastic. Didn't work out that great. Yeah, he but, was super you know, gay. He's very gay. It's weird how that works. Yeah, you need a little edge. Right? I felt weird because I I can stay up for both, and he made me feel weird because usually it's cause Cause if he, you were there, <laughs> yes. you wouldn't have been hard, and he was there. How do you know? <laughs> because he would have been weird about the dicks in it. I would have been. I would have been weird about your dick. I don't. I think I could stay hard watching Katie no, suck no, no, a random no, dude's no, dick. Oh no! You, but Thanks, no, Mike. interacting <laughs> with him. I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what his problem was, dude. If it was just if it was me on him and he was and they were next to us, he'd probably be okay. That's yeah. how I got him hard in the first place. Because mm-hmm. you couldn't get him hard until I got him alone. Yeah. And then you both could get on him because there was two girls there. Yeah. But it was he. The more he was in in the whole thing. The more he was not into it at all, and he wanted to be so bad, he was like, "I'm coming over. We're gonna do. We're gonna give it a full." Because he, I know he's gay. I'm bi, and they're both gay. So this, but he's he's by far the gayest out of the squad. Right. All, all the rest of us have sex with both. He only has sex with men, and it was super apparent. We tried. It was hours, right? Mm-hmm. And it was he kind of killed a lot of it because right. I couldn't. He's not really like so he can't fill anybody's needs. Void. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I've only got one. So it's like it's and it made me think this is not a rare thing. This is he's not rare. No. I am. Absolutely. It's, I'm weird. Cuz yeah. that's the other thing. It's not doing I'm not doing it for the camera. It's like the Johnson is the is the is the meter and it was mm. very apparent like girls are a little bit different. For guys and both of us, it was very apparent one person was cool with being here and the other person wasn't. If you picked like a girl who's like like the top of my list of like hot, but you said you can you can do whatever you want with her, but there's going to be a guy involved and you have to do some sexual yeah. shit with him. I mean, it, w- it would be really tough for me to maintain an erection. You no, know, it's, it's a, and it's a, and it's not a it's not a anti gay thing. It's not a homophobic thing. It's just that. I'm really sexually attracted to exclusively women. And I I do think like you pointed out something important. Like you're the you're the rare exception, not vice versa. Guys who are gay, pretty much exclusively into dick. Guys who are straight are pretty much exclusively into eh. vagina. And there's very little carry. Very similar to a lesbian, I think. <laughs> please, like, please explain. <laughs> well, I have a lot of lesbian friends, mm-hmm. and they yeah. seem to think the way I live is is fine. And I think what they do is fine. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't see they, they seem a little bit more 
the, not all lesbians, but a lot of lesbians I know can handle some dicks. Yeah. It's a lot less um, rigid. Uh, guys are, in my experience, guy, most gay guys are, girls are bad. Yeah. Well, oh, my, my gay friends literally tell me like, oh, yucky vagina. Like, it's, bleh, bleh. It's, like, it's like the girl gets in the room and she may as well just start vomiting on people. Because yeah. they're, they're, they're like, oh, cool. Girls here. No, that That's cool. It's just not. When my wife is pregnant, I would have text exchange with one of my gay friends who will remain nameless. But uh, he would always say, he's like, just don't mention pregnant women. He's like, like that's just the gross. He's like, not only is it a girl, but a breeder. He's like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I honestly get that too. I don't remember what I was doing the other day. I looked up at the TV and randomly there was like a water birth, like right when the baby was crowning. And yeah. I dry reached. Like everything about birth and pregnancy is so gross to me. It's very intense. Yeah, I will say that I, I don't uh, I don't um, I don't misunderstand how people can be thrown <laughs> off by it. You know? Yeah. But one thing I do I do get upset about is how many guys told me when my wife was pregnant. They're like, don't watch the birth, bro. You'll never be able to go back there again. <laughs> and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. I, yeah, that's not true. there was nothing about it that turned me off to did, my did wife. Did she poop? No, but there was a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of my wife. Now my wife did natural birth. I don't know if that if the epidural affects the the because I, I believe that's a little more common with the epidural because you lose control of a lot of things because it's yeah. numb. Oh, I think but, if you're just pushing though, it's all pretty close together. Oh come on, guys. it just it is. It's like if you put in a butt plug while you're having vaginal God penetration, you can feel it. Sure, you know? it's thin skin. So of course a baby's going to push. There's a very small push some divide. bears out of the cave. Yeah. <laughs> What? I don't know, I just Too much? <laughs> feel a bit nauseous about poo coming out when a baby's coming out. Because I've been there. You, know? yeah. you saw the poo? I don't want Maybe I... No. You did. Yeah. You did. I've seen some shit, man. Yeah. You've definitely seen some shit. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Haven't we all? You've created some shit, too. Um, <laughs> have you ever... You are... You two are so open. Gross. No, no, no. But in your, your, your relationship... <laughs> Your relationship is so open. It's, so, it's like half the other people listening. Your relationship that. is so open and you guys are like a lot of couples have like an open relationship sexually and you're free <laughs> with to have other partners. Um, and I know, I just know like how you talk about Katie when no one's around and like, like certain posts that you put up, like you really, really love your wife. I mean, you're really, you're obsessive about Katie. You think she's the greatest thing on earth, which is awesome. Has there ever been... A, a a partner of hers where you're like, okay, this sucks because either he was so well well hung or so attractive <laughs> or so good at fucking. Like, have you ever had that where you're like, well, okay, I might need to step. You mean in like here. every one of them? <laughs> yeah, I get jealous of everybody that yeah, she sees. With. He does, mm -hmm. but I mean, that's not, well, what's his name? Can't say his name. Yeah, but, don't uh, say his name. Big black dude. He seemed to. I mean, I'm pretty sure I watched them. I watched you blow him. Look like you guys were having a good time. And yeah. then you went off and did a bunch of stuff for a bunch of times. And that didn't that didn't bother me. Mm -hmm. I just don't know. I feel like he kind of befriended me before he fucked her. So that kind of squashed any of my potential resentment. Right. And you might you might also there was another guy I knew that was by that I remember watching him fuck you 
really hard. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's like something I want her to go through. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, doing something else that's, he like pulled out and put it and came in your mouth. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's, that's about as much uh, controlling of my wife as I've ever seen in real life. You know what I mean? Like the guy's taking the reins. And I was like, I, I know him to be, I don't, I don't, um, I'm not intimidated by him or I don't, I don't wish, I don't feel like he comes close to me. So right. I don't care. But the last one that she hooked up with, she didn't fuck him because he was pr- a proper polyamorous dude mm-hmm. who has serious relationships where with everybody that he's with that isn't, <coughs> that isn't 100% committed. And they were like lovey dovey in each other. In yeah, text see, messages. that made me uncomfortable. I, um, just because I'm like, you know, I I don't need another relationship. No. You know what I mean? I don't need someone like trying to be super romantic. And I, I don't I, I don't even really care for that in general, <laughs> like in my main relationship that much, you know? And this person was like very that, like too many heart emojis calling me love. I'm like, we don't really know each other that much. Like I'm trying to get to know you. That's weird. But um, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't fuck with polyamory. I don't want more than one relationship. I don't want somebody's feelings to get hurt or like too invested or whatever. You're telling me Jason's enough when it comes to demanding uh, relationships. <laughs> You're telling me that Jason Ellis is. He's, yeah, it's you, who me. You don't have room do. left over for. I, no, I don't. <laughs> feelings and emotions. No, nope, um, I, really I, I think that's a, oftentimes can be even too much, even when like. In if you're just just you and another girl, mm-hmm. like if if a guy is too heart emoji, lovey dovey from the start, <coughs> like I even think that can be too much, you know? Like it when, was. Yeah. I, I shut I shut the whole thing down. Yeah. I was honest with him though. I'm like, look, I have too much on my plate. Like I can't, I can't deal with this. <laughs> it's really you do weird. it in a different way. If you do it in a different way, that's the same as me. I I don't I don't even have to ask if the girl's doing it in a way like that. I know it's not going to work because I have to show her first. And if she's like, you know, you're so hot. I wish you weren't married or something. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't, I can't fuck you now. Like you can't say that. You have to, you have to go, oh, you're married and you have children. Cool. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Like, you know, we're right. not looking for anything serious. Yeah. It that's needs to be exactly. a mutual thing from the start. Yeah. It's always, that's why, that's why it's, to me, it's, there's just a couple of guys and it, it, most of them, it, you know, we can have a drink and be like, yep, yeah, cool. You know, the, one, the glory hole guy, I had a drink with him. Glory I finally met him face to face. Sure. And I was like, fucking, you know, I shouldn't be here. My wife's getting mad. I was supposed to just see and go. And he's like, well, you know, maybe we could meet her. I could do her eyebrows or, you know, I wanted to be relaxed. And mm. I'm like, because he, t- he made me take too long. So now she's a yeah. little. He was supposed to just stop by. So I was like already in the middle of cooking this dinner. And then it was like hours went by. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll eat this dinner I cooked by myself. So you can you go get your up. dick sucked, you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I was supposed to meet him. He wasn't there. That. And so mm-hmm. I met, I was, he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at a bar waiting for you. And he's like, what bar? And I'm like, I don't know, someone on the corner. He's like, oh, I go there all the time. Let me meet you there. And I'm like, uh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it was on you. Sounds like he kind of. Well, to a degree. But he's a little bit, he's a little, he has like things that I don't know about in the gay stuff. What do you mean? He's, to me, it's like Josh 
when I train boxing, Josh mm-hmm. teaches me stuff. Oh, okay. This dude knows gay stuff. And it's interesting to me. Some of it, I'm like, oh, yeah. you guys do that? Yeah. But I still can't help. Because he's not, I don't have a bunch of gay friends, you know? And this guy's like really into it. Like to him, it's a sport. <laughs> and he, so I'm. I mean, he has a glory hole in his house. He's, he's, he's committed to the game. It's pretty impressive. But yeah. it, it just, you know, he has all these different things that I didn't know anybody did. It'd be kind of like it, um, um, Isabella Sinclair. Like if she, if she wanted to have a drink with me every now and then and then just tell me about BDSM things that she mm-hmm. does, I'd probably really enjoy her company. Because I'm into that stuff. I'm. I'm. I'm not saying I'm. I want to have a glory. I don't want to. But I, I, he is on a path that's. It's way above mine. He's next level. Yeah, but I. But I definitely like some of the things that he does. I'm like, oh man, I didn't even know you guys did that. It's, it's very. Great. You know what it reminds me of is when I was like 19 or 20. I had a relationship, and we we didn't have a we didn't date or anything, but we had a long ongoing like sexual thing. With a woman, she was like 41, 42. Oh, wow. Nice. And that was like, I <laughs> I, I kind of was like you with this guy where I, every once in a while I was like, oh, so that's on the table? Like, okay. I guess yeah. that's Because I was new, used to like 19, 20-year-old girl sex. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was like, we were both kind of finding each other and we didn't really know what was cool, what wasn't. And she's just like, she was completely confident in her own shit. And like, this is what we're doing and this is how it goes. I'm like, oh, Dude, oh. I remember when I was That's 17, <laughs> I was sponsored by Vision Streetwear. It was the first time I came to America and uh, I went to a vision party, you know, Brad Dorfman and all, when they were like the biggest skateboard company, mm-hmm. millions of dollars and they had this big Christmas party. And I was, you know, just some amateur dickhead from Australia that was at the party. And uh, the receptionist was like flirting with me at the party. Mm-hmm. And then she took me into it and she was like 40. You know, and I was 17. She took me into a bathroom, sucked my dick. Yeah. And did this weird, you know, like the first, she slapped my boner on her face. <laughs> and did all this weird, said all this weird shit. And I remember going, oh my God, all chicks are awesome. Yes, they are. Yeah. She was yeah, not even are. that hot. She had that weird 80s haircut where it's all short and like poofed up on the top. Oh no. Yeah. There's, there's something about though, women can be so sexy, even if they're not, particularly attractive yeah no i mm-hmm. i find that more than most people with everybody right i feel like some people you know like pe- people here oh, what are you probably not your type i'm like i don't even have time to explain it but i don't have one yeah yeah i have like you look like you'd be fun thank you that's my time i had this argument with drew the other day and he's like why is that so important i was like why is that so important why it's it's everything. It is everything. I, I don't want to take pictures of a girl. I want a fucking boner. That's yeah. How could that? And he's like, I don't. I don't get this. I don't understand. You know, doctor man. Yeah. What do you want to bone him to tell yeah. people that you boned him? Is that your angle? I think kinda. I think right. because he's such a high achiever. Yeah. You know, yeah, Doctor yeah. Drew's all about achievement. Yeah. So I think it's more about it, it's like a degree <laughs> for him. You know, it's like you know, Kate Upton. It's like, but but that is not fun. There's no way she's fun. And she's amazing looking. That's great. I you know, great, fantastic. But. I need like I need like like nasty, you know. <laughs> I you know I, who's number one right now for me? Who? This girl who's like a professional twerker. Oh, oh I follow her. Nastia, Nastia Nas. She may be the greatest yeah. girl in the world for me. <laughs> yeah, she's got classes where there's like a thousand dumb bitches yeah. screaming, cheering her like she's doing ass shakes with her. Yes, yeah, she yeah, has yeah. classes where she I made gets Jason paid. follow her. <laughs> yeah, good work. <laughs> Thank you. She gets paid. Imagine the class where there's like. 700 women on their knees going, is it like this? You do it like this? Yeah, 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 whatever, dumbass. Like, they, they she's on fire. Nastia Nas, everyone. Yeah, yeah, Listen there to you me. go. 
Take that. And we'll be back with more High and Dry. Hey, everyone. It's me, Mike Catherwood. And I, um, I'm going to tell you something. My Hispanic side definitely comes out when it comes to my body hair. I'm a hairy man. Yeah, I look cherubic and boy-like from the neck up. But believe you me, you remove my pants, it's a jungle. And uh, I've tried everything I can to make sure that I keep that in check. Oftentimes, I'll resort to using a straight razor because uh, trimmers, they typically don't cut it. What happens, do you think, when I use a straight razor on my Balzinis? I cut myself. It's a disaster. Oftentimes, if I don't cut myself, there will be uh, ingrown hairs and things like that, and it's uncomfortable and itchy for months to come. Thank goodness I don't have to give up on taking care of my man garden. I just rely on the new Lawnmower 3.0 from your friends at Manscaped. Now, when I say that this thing is powerful, just listen to it hum. Seven thousand rpms to make sure that even if your pubes are like sugar cane it's getting right through it ceramic blades to take care of any accidents that's right millions of balls are going to be saved from nicks because of this new product the lawnmower 3.0 from manscape you see that led light right there mm. it doesn't matter where you're shaving it doesn't matter where you're tending to your balzinis this led light We'll make sure that the area is perfectly illuminated so that you can get all the hair that you want to get. Also, 90 minutes worth of battery power. Now, I don't know what kind of fucking hairy animal you are that you need 90 minutes of shaving, but if you are, you are taken care of because of the dock-powered USB station that you can put this baby right in. It's all taken care of. All in all, this is by far the greatest single product for every man to take care of his genitals and make sure that they are well tended to. And on top of that, if you order the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 now, you can use the code HIGH to get 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping. Go to manscaped.com and use the code HIGH, H-I-G-H, believe me, your balls will thank you. We're back. Yeah. Welcome. We're back. High and dry. Welcome back to the most high octane, racist, homophobic show out. Right. You're talking ever. about Auschwitz. Yeah. yeah. Now we're going to talk about <laughs> Auschwitz. You asked the question during the break. Like, why would you even go there? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. That's a very valid question. I will tell you, I've never been it's to too Auschwitz. Sad. Never been to Auschwitz, but I've been to like Anne Frank's house. And I've Who, been to, oh. and I've been Wait, to, you went there? Mm-hmm. It's in Amsterdam. And it's um you, Why did you go there? Uh, well, because it, it was famous. I, I and it's like one of those, it's a touristy thing. But when you go there, you when you go places like that, and I went to some places, I forgot where it was, but it was in I want to say Mississippi, but there's places in the South of America where like slaves were hung. Like there is like a like a graveyard. Hey, why do you want to go there? Because I honestly think you need to see those things and experience them to understand it changed where where humans can go. You saw that and you felt like you understood the pain that they went through way more. I, I certainly can't understand what they went through, but I was closer. And I think it gave me a much, much bigger appreciation. Were you for sad you. after you left? Fuck yeah. See, I don't... Fuck yeah. 
it's tough for me to want to go on a vacation where I get sad for 48 hours because I go to the most miserable place on earth where the meanest people did the meanest things. I understand things. that, but 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 I think people, it, it, these things are so crazy. You know what? The Holocaust is so crazy. The, what, what Stalin did to his own people is so preposterous. Okay. You can't even wrap your head around it. Until, when you see, when you go to the Museum of Tolerance here in Los Angeles mm -hmm. and you see stacks of ashes that are like 14 feet high and you're like, oh, that's crazy ash. And you're like, no, that's Jewish bodies that have been what? burnt. And you're like, oh my, you, you, it changes your- have the ash there? It, there's pictures. The Museum of Tolerance, is, it's a-, it's a I believe Simon Wiesenthal started, but it's a, it's a museum of the Holocaust yeah. and of of intolerance essentially. And there's pictures of like these these SS soldiers standing next to piles of ash that are so high, like double the size of the of a human being. And at first you look at it and you're like, it's ash. What are you gonna? And then you read and it's it's burnt bodies. Yeah. And and you like I said, you you have an idea. Every normal human being has an idea of how how terrible these things are. When you have tangible things that you look at, you go. Oh my God, it's mm. so much worse than I could have ever imagined. The, the horrors of human existence at times in history, I, I think I, it's a big mistake to, to, to pretend like those things don't exist. It's, it's more important to, to, to see it and, and experience it so that you can- Oh, I agree. I'm going to go to you... Bora Bora. <laughs> yeah, I mean, smarter move. Yeah. It's like, I was looking to go to Bora Bora, Hawaii, or the Maldives. You know what takes fucking over 24 hours to go to the Maldives? I did not know that. Yeah, it's really far. How crazy is that? It's supposedly amazing, though. It's supposedly worth it. I've never heard I'm anybody who's been to the Maldives. Off. I might, like, it could all be over, but more than likely it's probably not going to be over. Yeah. So I'm going to go, this is the last place on my map of life. Like, I, oh, that's the last place where I always see photos of that place, and I'm like, yeah, it just looks way better than all the other places. Why is that? Why is it so fucking blue? From what they, I understand, they die shit. From what I understand, even from like rich people who have gone to all the cool places, yeah. the Maldives is like the next level shit. The, the south of France and the Maldives are the two places where I've I've never heard anything. But you have to go. It's see, but if I go life. there, I won't yeah. learn anything. Where Maldives? If I go to like these places where I sit on the beach and I have a pina colada, yeah. Versus I go to Europe and I see like the the history of life and and feel life experiences. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, to me, maybe it's the junkie in me. Like, to me, a vacation is to just get away from everything and do nothing. Yeah. Like, You're like my wife. My, I'm, I'm, I'm the complete opposite. I can't stand the idea of vacations where I go and relax. I want to, yeah. I want to, I mean, I get stir crazy after 20 minutes. Look, of, I want to like, do some on the beach. things. Like, I, yeah, I want to go on stand up paddleboard too. and all that. But I was telling Katie, I don't even really want to go on the thing where somebody takes you. Yeah. You know, like a fishing thing or whatever. I'm like, well, give me the boat. They're like, yeah. no, we got to go. And I'm like, it makes sense because I probably can't catch any fish. But I want to go with you. Yeah. If it's if it's a little room and it's on the water, so I don't even have to go out to talk to you to get in the water. If I can just go in the water and then go back to my room over and over again, maybe there's a thing I can paddle, but I paddle by myself. That's, that's, that's I don't, best. I want to be castaway. That sounds but amazing. I want to be castaway with room service. That sounds amazing if... <laughs> I have to change my tune a little bit. I've always been the guy that wants to go to like Paris or 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 Prague, yeah. you know, for that. As opposed, to, as opposed to my wife who wants to go to Fiji and Hawaii. See, I've been to both. But now that I have a kid, if I can go to those places without my daughter, that sounds amazing. Okay, because that's, yeah, because- That sounds amazing. Oh, that's like, totally the part of the, yeah. 
No, I did. I went to Hawaii with my kids. Yeah. It's fun. But it's, it's not, not vacation. A, it's not vacation. It's not Because <laughs> no. there was time. My kids are older yeah. and, and way sort of into their own shit. You know what I mean? So Tiger's like, I got this pool down on lock. I've got seven friends. I don't even, I mean, I think my, the lady gives me grilled cheeses. I sign, you know, I mean, he's 10 and he's just run, he's running it. Yeah. So I, he's that's like, paradise. I'm like, hey man, want to hang out? He's like, not really, I'm going to the pool. And I'm like, all right. So he, I, I may as well enjoy my vacation. Right. So, but it's still, it's just nowhere near the same thing as no. in your head when you wake up in the morning. You know, like I still have to get my daughter up and, and she forgot this or no sunscreen or I don't want to go to the, here's one. Every single thing that we wanted to go on, because we were, I was a bit like you on the last vacation. I wanted to go on some things because I kind of, it's too much of a crowded environment for me to real, like the beach got too many people on it. Yeah. So I don't want to spend every day on there because it's not alone enough. So let's go, the you know, let's go fishing. Let's go on a horse. Let's go. No, they didn't want to do any of them. It was painful. I rented a car. Like a big long Jeep, because I thought that I'd be dry. like it was like fucking two hundred bucks. A Jeep Gladiator, I think it's two- called. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's with like with expensive. the truck bed in it. And I, it was in valet the whole week. I was yeah. I was itching to go places. You had to just sort of like lean into it and let it happen. Right, kids, kids, kids do that, and uh, and also you. I'm sure you would trade this in a second because I know how you feel about your children, but you guys have periodic kind of moments during out the, through the week where you don't have your kids. Mm-hmm. Like my wife and I, we always have Magnolia. And yeah. so like the idea of like, I want to read a book right now. I'm going to read a book right now. I want to fuck my wife right now. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, look, that sounds amazing because yeah. that's not my life. It's pretty you good. Know, I, but then there's this one downside that I can tell you personally is, uh, you know, I've lost a piece of my kids forever. Yeah, and, it, and it's probably the biggest bone of, of my existence, and it always will be. Just because they've gotten older, they don't live with you, dude. You yeah, know, you're not. I don't see him every day. Right. If I text sometimes, I text him. He doesn't text me back because he's busy yeah. living his life. That's what happens when you're divorced, and you're the other one. You know. Right. No, I, I agree. A like I said, thing, I- so they're more in that side, sort of like my my mom and me, which right. is. I've started to understand it more now because I think my mum was pretty bummed out about that. But there was also a time when my mum was occupied and when you are, you lost me, you right. know? I don't think your kids ever get the sense that you're lost to them. You know? I'm, I, I'm, I, look, it's not the worst thing in the world. They're healthy and they're happy, but it's still... To burn. It's a fucking fact. I'm not, they don't need me all the time. I don't see them every day and I hate that. I'd be concerned if you didn't feel that way, though. I have plenty of friends our age that are, like, divorced and they have kids. And when their ex-wife has the kids, they're like, fuck yeah. Like, I still think that. Coming over to the UFC, man? I'm like, yeah. I haven't seen my kids in eight <laughs> days. It's been awesome. Woo. Wife. And I'm like, Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, there's been times where I've thought that to myself. You know, when it's... There's been struggling times where the kids really weren't doing well or <coughs> weren't listening or I don't know. So you know, kids have problems, man. And you spend all week trying to figure it out and they're fucking not appreciative or, and you're like, man, I'm raising spoiled little prick. And, and then, you know, I got a day off where I don't have any of them. And I'm like, fuck. Cause 
you know, I mean, the last couple of days has been a strain. But that's not, like, I forget, you know, there was a time there where, um, you know, like, I, I, like Jason, go, you know, do, go get him, go do this, go do that. And I, it wasn't so much, like, I want to do that. I'll do anything for my kids, but I don't want you to tell me to do it. Right. And it start, that started to weigh on me as well. But I still, like, I really, um, I don't have a, any family, you know? And I'm the the family that I have is the kids and they're getting older and more more distant, but they're they're distant. They're more not as close too. as I want them to be. They're yeah. not living in my house. Kids get to a certain age and they, they don't think about their parents as much. It's sure. not like what am how how does my dad feel about me wanting to go have a social life? Like you don't think about that. You're you're finally like, here's like one. this weekend. Got your own shit going on. I got a text message this morning from uh their mother saying that Tiggy's in a tournament and she got a hotel and he's going to be, he's not going to be with you this weekend. So I'm only going to see him on Wednesday and he's got school and he'll have, you know, he'll talk to me for a little bit and then I'll drive him to school in the morning and then I won't see him all weekend. I was going to go skate with him, but he's going to go play soccer because he's way more into soccer and his mom's going to be with him the whole time and she was with him all week. So they're even closer and I'm even further away. Right. It's rough. So bad. No, I can I can only imagine. I especially for someone like you who re, like sincerely cares. It's got to be tough. And then <clears throat> on to couple that like even a really well-adjusted, really sweet kid at certain ages, they're dicks. Like even no, like the super, top no, top of super, the heap. He's quick. Like uh, yeah, I text him, "Hey man, you good?" Yep. I'm like, "Cool, what are you up to?" Nothing. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, well, I love yeah. you dude. I miss you. Uh, Yep, yeah, you too. Just he doesn't have time to talk. There's there's periods of of every kid's life. I was certainly that way. Where you know, like say, like a, like a fourteen year old girl, uh, 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 a nineteen twenty year old boy. Where even like a really good one is still a fucking asshole. You know, yeah. like it's so it's it's tough. Yeah, and like you said, you know, I never started really concerning myself with my parents' feelings until I was already old enough to not fucking live with them. Yeah, you know, exactly. like I was 25 when I was really like, oh, how is that going to affect my mom? Yeah, you don't mom, think you know? about that because they're in this different kind of a role yeah. rather than like a peer. And you're still kind of figuring out how to be a human and interact with people your own age. You don't think about like, how do they feel or how yeah. does that affect them? It's yeah, and my daughter's at the age where she says everything that comes to her mind. And <laughs> oftentimes that doesn't help me much. Like we were in bed snuggling, trying to, she was trying to fall asleep and it was just her and I and she was in her, and she's like, put your arm around me. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So I put it underneath. And she's like, no, no, lower. And I'm like, okay. And so she's like, how does mom do this with you every night? That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, okay, I guess right. the reality is she doesn't. What's up um, with this horse wheelie? I thought you said you knew a guy. I, we talked to him on the show. Well, where'd he go? Let's go out. He said Norco. We got to go to Norco. Norco is in this in this state? Yes. Yeah, it's like uh, like uh, riverside Yeah. Area. I mean, it's like halfway to Palm Springs. I don't have the kids this weekend. You know, Nicole Taylor. Let's do it. I feel like this needs to happen. We started talking about this like at the very beginning of this podcast. Can we please have you horse wheel into a sunset? Yeah, I didn't have to be in a sunset. No, but it should. Yeah. Shirtless. You know. So I just want to be on a, on a horse wheel. I feel like that is the way that I have. Um. Um. 
rode my life as I mean, as in a, in a wheelie on a on a wild horse. As well, sure, like your history as a skateboarder, as a vert skateboarder, especially, and um and riding moto and stuff. Like you you could do it easily, easily. Yeah. Oh, I know. Your your way like physically and like your experience makes you way better suited to do it than I can, and I can do because it. because I do wheelies. I've done wheelies on BMX and moto. Yeah. And I know the whole well, like what when it but, comes all the way back, what you do. But horses is a little different because you're at the mercy of how far back you don't get the to horse, call the right. how far the wheelie goes. Mm-hmm. But you still look. He if he, if he doesn't tip over and land on his back, yeah, I'm gonna fucking beat yeah. him. Yeah, dig your feet into the stirrups yeah. and go I, forward. Yeah, there's no way I'm coming off. And if I do come off, get a fucking photo because that's even better. I don't. I'm oh, not losing. Oh. Like I'll, yeah, I'll be getting many this photos. Is me flying off the back of a horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of. Even cooler. I just don't know if I really want to eat shit. That's I found not that bad. horse wheelies uh, easier than like like downhill. Like when horses do. Oh, speed, I've done that. Speed downhill. It's that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's super hard because you have to really pull back to not fly over the front, mm-hmm. and they don't give a fuck about you. They're just like tearing down a fucking hill. That that sucks. Would you okay? Like, what's the where do you draw the line with your stunts? I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking of like great Jason Ellis stunts we could do. Like. And I'm like, I'm sucking a black man's penis <laughs> on, on film to help gay and racism. Here's a here's one. To, I can't. That's as far. I cannot go there. Big wave surfing. I would definitely do that. You've done it, right? I surfed six to eight cloud break. I didn't get towed in, but I got. Pushed. No, I'm talking towed in. Well, that's 30. easier in a way. Mm, yeah, but where I surfed, that is it. it fucking there's reef right in front of you. As soon as it picks up, it's got a weird shallow like dip in it and it barrels straight away and it turns so it's like all this sh- and my level of surfing is i would give myself out of 10 i would give myself a one and i'm not trying to be mean to myself right. i'm a really bad surfer that's true <laughs> so you know i do have when i get on my feet i have that skateboard thing sure. so i was able to just go stiff and fucking shoot out the side of it but when i shot out the side of it like sal masakela all those dudes came up and they're like dude you can tell people you surf six to eight cloud break. And I'm like, is that something? They're like, fucking shouldn't be you doing it. That's for sure. Like for you to say that there's like, there's a, a photo of me in it. That's way impressive. It's way, way, trust it's, me. It was the one of the dumber things I've ever done. Cause I felt like if I had a fallen, they seemed to think that I would have been okay. But I really, I disagree. I, Cause I was out there a couple of days beforehand when it was three to four and I got caught in a set and they kind of dumped me like three in a row. And if there was a fourth one, I was going to drown. Right. And I got off to the side and I was like, man, you know, I was just trying to have a relax, you know, like this have a fucking, fun. that escalated. Yeah. And then when it was huge, they said, come out and just look at it because you're going to freak out on how big these monsters are. And then it was, you got your board, come out and paddle and just hang out in the back. Like it was such a fucking booby trap. Now when I think about it, like the, the, the pitch was come out and sit in the boat and watch them ride it. And then it was, get on your board and pedal out the back so you won't even get hit by anything and get a closer look of everybody riding it. And then it was, you coming down or what? And I'm like, coming down where? Like, I'll push you in. It's fucking easy. And it's some dude who's like one of the most most respected (laughs) pro servers in the world. And there's like five other dudes that have been on the island with me for a week that are all... Now my friends and they're all these high level surfers, and they're like, "Yeah, get it, Ellis, fucking you, you, me, you got it." And I'm like, oh, "I, I, I do." And it just, it just like, it didn't even. 
I didn't go, fuck, man, here we go. I didn't even get into the mindset of the some things that have happened in my life where I'm like, dude, put them all, you know what I mean, get them all on now because this is going to be like make or break style. I've done that tons of times. I wasn't thinking that. I paddled over to him and I was like, you really think so? He's like, dude, I'm pushing you in. Just remember, when you think you're going to stand up and stop paddling, paddle two more times and then stand up. And I was like, right. Right. So that's all I thought. And I didn't look back. I just, because I was like, he had me. And he was like, you ready? You ready? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, here it comes. And I'm like, okay. And I didn't, I didn't do any of this, you know? So I go, he, I feel, you know what I mean? I go, whoa. And I go real high. And I feel him push the back of my board. It shoots me in. Uh-uh. And then as soon as it shoots me in, I go, you know, oh, I was going to get up. And I was like, no. And one, I, two. Pat, had one, two. And then I go to get up. And right as I get up, the fucking reef is coming out of the water, dude. It's There's parts where it's like level. The reef is level with the water. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then over the back of me. And I'm like, oh. And I, I don't, I did not turn. I did not think of turning. I didn't think of any cool moves. I didn't even fucking spot where I was going. I went, I went, boof. And I just saw that come over me and I went, oh my God. And my heel, my toe was a little off on my back foot. And I thought about adjusting it and I was, I'm spitting like a motherfucker right now. I thought about adjusting and I was like, if you fucking move that foot and the board turns in any way that you're not ready for, it's not worth it. And I just fucking went stiff and had like my toe off and healed it with the, f- the front foot in the good spot and went straight. And because the whole thing curves, I just fucking shot out the end of it. I didn't even decide to shoot at like truth to be truth to be truthful. I probably I should have just stayed in and got slammed. But I because I didn't turn with it when it barreled all over, I shot out the top of it like a fucking cha- like champion guy, like whoosh, and fucking was, and rode off to the side and fucking fuck Alex, <laughs> fuck it. I'm like, I remember paddling and Sal coming up going, fuck, dude. And then I go, Well, that's crazy. And then right then two big waves with the were with the white shit on top out back coming so what i think i was like on an eight foot one and then there was like 10 11 footers coming and i was like oh fuck and i'm paddling next to cell and cell's like you're gonna be fine i'm like you're fucking you're a fucking not like none of you and i paddle shit yeah you know what i mean so yeah he's terrible paddler so were you paddling towards it to try to go over? I was paddling towards it and off to the side to right. try and beat it. Good for you. Yeah, but it, but it, it was when I saw the white caps, I'm like, I, I don't, I can't duck dive. Yeah. I can't do any of the things that you're supposed to be able to do when you're out in. You this really shit. shouldn't have been out there. Yeah, That's... and I remember doing that one over, like over the first one, like, ah, and then, ah, ah, and then second one, like, ah, and I like just made it over. And I was like, fuck you, fuck you guys. Like I paddled all the way out of the ocean. And then I paddled back to the boat, and that's when they were telling me, man, even if that had a gotcha, you'd be okay. And I'm like, how would I be okay? We would, were you going to get me in the 11-foot wave dragging across the reef? Were you going to reach in and fucking pull me out? You know what the answer is. You're fucking, you're going to get me on the shore. When it's yeah. all said and done. And I've After been, I've been under the water for two and a half for minutes. F- f- <laughs> fucking yeah. And they'd be like, you okay. That's how they're going to get me. Uh, I totally fucking agree with you. surfers, dude. There, this, I got into surfing thinking that I, I, I had a desire to get into it because I liked surfing. 
But I also thought it would surround me with like really chill dudes that were going to be relaxing. <laughs> no, because like, it's not as chill the as most you... fucking aggro, yeah, angry, territorial so... pricks. Because you see them from the beach and you're like, woo, ow. Yeah. You don't understand. A fucking goddamn thing holds you underwater all the time. If there are any good waves, that means that's for sure a reef and you have to get dragged on it. If it stabs you, it like grows out of your bone or some shit. Fucking sharks, fucking snakes. Fucking everything is under there. Oh, that one same 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 trip. Ian Walsh said that he did a Red Bull surf ad in the dark and he fell off and he was in a cave underwater. Ooh. And he didn't know what was up or down and then he fucking just stay calm. And then I just found my way out of the cave in the dark and I'm alive. No big deal, just surfing. That's what I do. There's nothing more terrifying, no horror movie. I in the I fell off my surfboard and it shot me into a piece of reef that is a cave and I'm in complete darkness underwater in a cave. There's nothing scarier. That that truly is the scariest shit. And that dude could just do like, you know, 4 hours of oh bro. You think that's bad? <laughs> <laughs> it's um it it also it, the biggest mistake I see people make myself included is that they try to get into surfing knowing full well they're not very good swimmers. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm really not, I could swim to <laughs> save my life, but I can't swim very well. Yeah. I never took lessons yeah. or anything. I just, I'm not a good swimmer. But yet I'm like, eh, I'll give it a shot. What's yeah. the worst thing that happen? I got this what? board, right? It'll save me. It's like fundamentals. What happened to you at that surf trip is exactly what happened to me at King's MMA. Exact, exactly to a T. Okay, I went to King's MMA. Same thing happened to me. Just, what happened to you? Because I got the same. My, I came my back with a different coach, nose and a giant cut over my face. My jiu-jitsu coach was training with Fabrizio Verdum uh, for the Roy Nelson fight. He, he was did. he was his he was his training partner. So uh, Orlando his, Orlando Sanchez, my coach, he says, "Come with me, dude. It'd be awesome." The Vanderlei, uh, Fabrizio, they're all there. All the oh, fucking shit. and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's awesome." So I'm in street clothes. He's like, bring a, just bring a rash guard just in case. Just bring a rash guard, and you, you, you know, just in case you want to break a sweat, you know? Uh, okay, okay. So I bring a rash guard. He's like, you got a mouthpiece? And I was like, I'll, I'll get you one. Don't worry. So I was like, okay. So we drive down there all the way to Orange County. And we get there, and uh, I'm in my street clothes. He's like, Could you, just go destroy your rash guard. And it'll be fine, fine. Um, so he goes in. He gets all ready, warms up, goes and starts training with Fabrizio in the, in the cage. Yeah. They're doing rounds. It's like five or six people coming in and there's fucking murderers like Shogun and shit and they're slamming each other up against the fucking cage knees and, the, and uh, I'm like, uh, I'm, he's like, Orlando's like, just go, go, go change into your, your, your grass guard stuff and I'm like, I'm, okay. So I do like reluctantly because I don't want to look like a bitch but I really don't want to <laughs> get in there with those guys and uh, next thing you know, like five, six minutes go by and he's like, you're going in the cage. I was like, Fuck, I'm yeah. not coming in the fucking cage. Fuck yeah. you. Oh, come on. Fuck you. So he's like, no, no, just come on. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I get in there and you know as well as I do. Other MMA gyms, you might have been. Other professional fighters would have been like, hey, this guy clearly doesn't look very comfortable. Let's something. Those those shooto box guys, Rafael Cordero, and they, they just don't even give a fuck. It's just like, Seems it's like, like that, it's right? Like, Boom! He slams me up against the fucking fence, elbows to the side of my head, knees to the body. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Oh my God. I'm starting to fight back. Yeah, I'm trying to, of course. I'm trying to <laughs> saving my life. You know, you literally like snap into that 
fight or flight thing. Yeah. So, but you know, I, I just I got ragdolled for three minutes, and then I was like, you know, I'm, guys, I'm good. Thanks. I, I, you know what? I don't want to ruin your training. You know, because I, I I want you guys to get a good session in. Okay. Let's just sit down back. Down. Dude, I went there with Mayhem, and he was like, "We'll do a, a kickboxing class," and I was like, "Yeah, cool, kickboxing class." Right. That's different. You're thinking you're hitting pads. Yeah. yeah. So we go and there's this dude and he's teaching us technique. And then, you know, we're doing it on each other, like, uh, you know, lightly or whatever. It's like block, block, kick, kick or some stupid shit. I'm like, cool. Kings MMA. We're doing boxing class. And then it's like, you know, there's probably like 30 dudes. And then they're like, all right, break. Let's fucking get mouthpieces in the respire. And I'm like, what? And Mayhem's like, ah, you'll be right. Just fucking pick a smaller guy or whatever. And I'm like. Whatever, dude. You know, he's off, gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Off to the other side where some other pro is. And some French dude, like, oh, you'll find you, you're good. And I'm like, yeah, man, sure. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm moving around with this dude. And uh, he's obviously way better than me. I can tell, like, re- like starts kicking my leg out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I stand like a boxer. So now I'm fucking trying to keep, get away from that leg kick over and over again. And it got to the point where at one point, he threw a knee and went past me and he put his hand on the back of my head and side-kneed me in the face <laughs> as he went by. And I, and I, and I, and I was like, I went, fuck. I like clapped with my gloves. I was like, fuck, man, that was sick. Yeah. And then a uh, little bit harder, a little bit, you know I mean? I'm starting to get real patched up. And then I kind of got a little emotional because I'm getting patched up. So yeah. now I'm fucking throwing a little harder and... Uh, and, you know, I, I, he beat the living shit out of me. And then I think another guy, switch, new guy. And this guy's not as good as uh, as that guy. And we're ha- we have a fight. Yeah. We have a fight. Don't know the guy. <laughs> but we had a we had three rounds where we fucking, you know I mean, we beat the fuck out of each other. At one point, I copped like three in a row and, and hit the fucking back wall and spun around and fucking like, I cracked him as hard as I could. The only reason he didn't get knocked out is because I was so tired. But I fucking unloaded. <laughs> so I had blood from the first guy because he fucking like cracked my nose. And then this guy punched me in the head. And I think maybe elbowed me. And so I had a cut on my head. And I remember at one point, he fucking goes, bam, bam. And I'm like, whack, whack. And I look over and Fabrizio Fredoom goes, bam, on this giant dude. And the dude goes, duh, 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 and fits on the ground. And, goes, and I go, whack. And, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm having a full-on brawl, brawl with a guy I don't know, and Fabrizio Verdum just knocked out a 300-pound man, <laughs> and he's twitching on the mat, and it's fully okay. And no full- one said, no one yep. stopped sparring. That freaked me out. It can't, yeah, and at the very end, I, th- I got a photo with Mayhem and Fabrizio, and I'm just like, you know, hey, f- fucked. Well, oh, it was the thing. I got a permanent, I had to get a... That's what a, that was for. Yeah, I had a fucking permanent... It was Lump like a on the side of my hematoma, brow. Hematoma, right? What? It was a hematoma? Yeah, I had a hematoma from that fucking French side knee. Yeah. And he, and it, it was like years. I had to get that's, it cut out. That's how dudes make a living. That's their day all the time. Like, isn't that crazy? It's wild. That's why I feel like people need to, you know, you ne- you're never going to appreciate anything until you get in there. Yeah. Everybody should have a fight. And then there's Stephen A. Smiths of the world that are. Oh, my God. And somebody just checked me on that, like, why are you going to come at him about the, because uh, I said, you know, he had a rebuttal to Joe Rogan and said, I announce NBA, NFL, and UFC. And I'm like, wait, you're not even, it's MMA. Yeah. It's not, you're, because he said, I announced boxing and UFC. And I'm like, no, 
boxing is called boxing and, and the UFC is called mixed martial arts. It's called MMA, not UFC. You you sound like somebody who doesn't know yeah. about the sport. If someone say, says, I want to train UFC, they they have no and, idea. And, here's my- and you can't hit pads. Nobody can hit pads worse than that. It, Show me. It looks like an alien who had no idea what punches are if you came to Earth. Put boxing gloves on a lobster and get it to stand up. It would hit pads better. What do you? I'd love your opinion on this. I've seen crabs at the beach <clears throat> with better punches. I can't fault Stephen A. Smith for being shitty at throwing punches. That's him. He's I never trained. I beat him up with my penis. You could. He's never I trained. Suck him off. What's wrong? What's wrong with that guy holding pads? <laughs> How on earth did that guy holding pads? How did they find each other? Teach him, you, know? you should suck his cock. I will you fucking would. suck. What? Stephen A. Smith. I'm going to suck your cock, motherfucker. That'd be the best thing that's ever then happened we'll in see. the world. Then we'll see. Jason Ellis is sucking my cock right now. How's that feel, Stephen A. Smith? Huh? <laughs> How many fights have you had? How many blowjobs have you had? I wonder though, what's wrong with the guy? Suck him off and then beat his ass. What's wrong with the or guy holding pads? Beat his pads? ass and suck him off. Which one? I don't care which way you want it. Beat up first. You're gonna wake up. It's way more demoralizing. Yeah. Mm. You switch him off and then he wakes up to you sucking his cock. Yeah. Wow, rape. <laughs> oh wait, we, 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 we went there. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> okay, okay. Suck his cock first. What yeah. about if I tell him that I'm gonna knock him out and suck his cock when he's unconscious? That's not rape. Not at all. That's like a like a like a way more. Uh, Way more cordial Cosby. Well, I had to get into a great one. Right? The cordial Cosby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot. Of, it still would be horrible, but don't you think it would be a lot better if Cosby was like, "This cappuccino's gonna put you to sleep," and you agreed to it, right? Like, yeah, that's. I mean, I, I don't like it, but at least there, it would change a lot. It was the fact that he was sneaking in the the roofies. I think we've learned a lot. Yeah. We have this week. We have a lot of. Let's can, just congratulate each other, <laughs> all of us. And Stephen A. Smith, if you really are in need of a blowjob, he's really right. good at it. Yeah, you know, from what I understand, no, he's it's a com- outback competitive mouth. guy. You know, outback mouth. I don't think I really know how to talk dick sucking. What do you mean? I just don't know. How you to, can't like, be you hot. Know how girls talk about sucking dick like yeah. it's a hot thing. Yeah. I don't have any. I've never said that's so gay. I should be okay with it, but like. I'm gonna suck your. No, 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 I'm gonna gag on your thick yeah, fucking never cock. Never said make me get. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good say. at it. I could do this. Yeah, you seem like yeah. you would suck a better dick than me. You know, I watch a lot of nasty girls in porn. Oh, fuck my, girl. you fuck my face. Oh, your thick cock in See, my that's mouth. The problem, I'm, you know, I mean, with my whole uh, super hetero racist vibe. Yeah, it's hard for me to sound like a lady when I'm sucking a dick. Yeah, like what's like, a manly way to. to suck a dick? You know, what do you? You know, I mean, come at my neck, bro. Or something. Come out my neck, bro. <laughs> oh my god, I just spit up so much bugs. Uh, uh, come out my neck, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, come at, come at my neck, bro. Okay, okay. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. like, it's like manly. You're fighting. Fill her up, bro. Fill her up, brother. And you're <laughs> using your neck. You know what I mean? Fuck you. Know what I mean, come at my fucking neck, broseph. Yeah, yeah. You know? Smack your balls on my chin, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Gonna suffocate your cock in my yeah. neck. Yeah, make See? me make yeah. me gag. Make me gag. boy. How do you say make me <laughs> gag in a manly way? Um gag me, brother. Suffocate. You gotta you know, you know what I mean? Suffocate me with your shaft. 
I need some asphyxiation from your dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Asphyxiation from your dick. That's yeah. pretty. But you got to say it like Phil and Salmo or something. Tough, like you, got, you can't be like, hello. You got to be like, really? Yeah, fucking fuck. Oh, no. The whole conversation no. has to be almost, you have to growl. Yeah. Fucking fuck my dick, bro. You know? <laughs> I'm done with this. All right. All right. All right. All right. Peace. See you, everybody. <laughs>